Welcome to the My Voice Matters podcast and My Vote Matters production. I'm your host, Monroe Clayton, and we are here at the Rinalda Gardens in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, uh, talking today about student loan debt. I have two great guests, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Robin. I go to Wake Forest. Um, I'm a junior, and I am a double major in communications and politics with a minor in journalism. Hi, I'm Laura. I'm a junior at Wake Forest, and I'm majoring in biochemistry and molecular biology, and I'm minoring in Spanish. Okay, so with all that is going on now, I thought it was imperative that we talk about the student debt crisis. Um, Recently, there have been moves and urges to uh, cancel student debt completely, to get rid of uh, some uh, some student debt. I know that uh, President Biden said $10,000, but there have also been um, calls from House and uh, some Senate leaders to also switch that or change that into $50,000. With all that is going on, what should the government uh, do about student debt? I don't know, because uh, um, a lot of my loans come from a third party. Uh, so I, I have the max amount that you can take out for federal loans. And uh, it would be quite nice if they were taken away. Uh, and I believe that it would be um, helpful, especially for um, in this right now, if um, at least, because I know that student loans are currently, at least federal ones, are pushed back or they're halted currently. Um, so that would be really cool if uh, I you only had to focus on, if you did have to take out third-party loans, that the federal loans you didn't really have to worry about. What about you? Um, yeah, I agree with Robin. I think it's really important to try and relieve some of the student debt right now because it affects so many people and like causes people to have to change their directions in life and it shouldn't have to play a role in that. There are 44 million Americans with student loan debt uh, piling up to $1.6 trillion in debt. Some of the calls are to get rid of, say, $10,000, um, and there is debate about $50,000. Uh, don't know how realistic that is. If you had to pick a number, um, what would you say would be an amount for um, canceling? 10000 is super small, especially if you have to take out loans every year, which is usually how it goes. Uh, so honestly, while 50000 doesn't sound like doable, I would feel like closer to like a 30000 if they were if they were doing it at all, then I feel like 10000 is, while it will help, that doesn't really do that much, at least for the people that I have known who have taken out student loans, they've had to take them out every year. Yeah, and with tuition like on the rise in the United States, it's like very difficult to like plan around that, and so I think it would be great to have more than $10,000. In addition to that, do you think there should be limits on how much debt someone can accrue or is allowed to have? Would that be a measure to help decrease um, the amount of student loan debt or get uh, serve as a solution, some sort of limit um, as it relates to um, tuition for public institutions? I know they couldn't do that for, for private, I don't think. Do you think that would be a solution? I don't think that putting a, like a ceiling on like how much someone can take out would really do anything um, because the reason we take out money is because we need it in the, in the situation. Um, but I think that the, the problem really is the amount of money that, are in, that institutions cost, which is the reason that people have to take out money. So I really don't think that it would be helpful in saying how much someone can take out. It would be better starting at the source and requiring, even if it is just public universities, to have lower rates um, for tuition. Yeah, I feel like limiting the amount of debt someone 
could require is just kind of putting more limits on what people can do and kind of limiting their options further. So I think you all hit on this before, but um, out of the two proposals that have been sent out, would you all lean more towards the 10000 or the 50000 and why? Uh, I would definitely lean towards 50000 just because of um, just the amount of student loans that someone usually has to take out. Uh, like, but I, yeah, that's a personal case. And from what I've known from people that I've known that I know, um, 10,000 doesn't really do a lot. That's, that's not even a semester at school. So I don't really, I think that 50,000 would be better. I agree. I know at Wake Forest tuition is like well over $50,000. And, um, so $50,000 would definitely be better. And even at like public institutions, um, $10,000 wouldn't cover like your whole time at a school. How do you think student debt will um, affect your own personal lives? Are there opportunities that you look at specifically because um, you have debt? How does that affect your life and also your professional career? Well, I always say I'm going to sell my soul right after graduation instead of doing something I like just because that's what my sister's doing currently and they're about to pay off their student loans uh, by probably 2022 just because of the job they're in, um, although they hate it. And so that's something that I've always like thought I was gonna do. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna follow exactly what they do. And um, yeah, so I feel like a lot of my career choices or like path, I have to, I've been working around the student loans that I have and the debt that I will be in, in order to, cause I would prefer to get it out of the way quicker. So if that requires me doing something that, while I don't really love it, if it pays more, I'll probably do it. Yeah, I know for me, um, I really want to go to medical school after undergrad, and um, I would probably specialize, try to specialize in a field that paid more money because it would be, allow me to pay off like loans from school. Do you know how many years it would take you all to pay off those loans? I'm scared of knowing that number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My sister graduated in 2018, uh, so they should. They're hoping to be done by like 2022, 2023, but that's. It, that's the perfect plan for them. So I feel like it would take me much longer though. What do you think getting rid of some student loan debt would allow people to do? What flexibility do you think that would have? How would that impact um, our economic situation right now? Well, I feel like if even just the smallest amount was taken, that would, because I know a lot of people think the way that I have been thinking the way my sister has um, done it. So I feel like that would, while it's, while even if it might not be a lot, um, in comparison to the amount of debt they have, it's something to start off with that in turn could help someone if they want to get out of the profession they're in just because it pays more. So if like after a while, if even if it's just a small amount that could help like with like the process of them having to pay them off and what they have to do to do that. What would you say to those who say 50,000 is a little too generous? I don't know, they probably don't have student loans. <laughs> So there's nothing I would say to them because they have no option. They have no choice to talk to me about it. That's a fact. <laughs> I don't talk to, if you don't, <laughs> I will not talk to you about that. Obviously, they if they don't have to deal with it, then obviously they're going to have an opinion on it. And I don't talk to people like that. Yeah, I feel like I would probably ask them to look at the student's perspective or the perspective of somebody who has to experience that and try to understand where they're coming from. In the past, uh, Senator Sanders himself has been a very uh, big advocate of free public education. Do you all think that would help um, in this instance? Because it might not just be the fact that education isn't necessarily affordable, it's that people see education as a means to for economic opportunity. 
Um, so if we give people public education, are we actually creating a more equitable um, society where people have um, people can have social mobility? Well, I like I'm coming from like I went to a public school that wasn't really, we were very terribly funded growing up, and I know that um, a lot of my friends had better funding and they had even so many APs to take and all this stuff. So I don't really think it's a ma it's the really the um, increasing public education. It's really having like increasing the actual like the funds and what goes towards public education because so many different public schools have so many different um, situations going on. Like I know my school compared to a school that was like a town right over, like they had so much more money. They had so much more like um, money to put towards schools and like their track and everything. We had nothing. <laughs> so it's definitely, I feel like it's more about the public schools we already have because there's also a lot of people who see they're like oh private school is good even if private school is just because whether they're from a specific neighborhood or something some people just choose choose to spend that money on education prior to college yeah i agree with um, what robin was saying about public like inequality in public education because like i know for me um i went to a public school but we did get a lot of funding and i recognize that that put me like gave me a lot of privilege especially going into college and that I know that other people didn't have that situation and it really like I really benefited from it and that's kind of not fair just based on like where I lived you know it doesn't shouldn't mean anything so a big part of the student debt um that is uh among the figures that I've mentioned before is from um for-profit institutions and private institutions as well as community colleges how do we um, there there have been recent scandals over the last couple of years with these institutions um, and how much debt they've allowed students to accrue what should be the focus on the government and making sure these students don't um, don't take out all these loans don't get in, in this much debt and still in a lot of instances for a lot of these students they didn't get a degree making sure they get their degree at the same time. Um, it's really just about lowering the prices. Like, I don't know, like our president right now is the highest paid president of all university presidents. And for what reason? No reason, I've never seen that man ever in my life. Um, so it's really just about like, I know like it's harder with private institutions and such, but it's really about holding people, holding these institutions accountable that obviously if so many people are have, have to take out so much money and have this much debt, it's the problem with the source of where it's coming from if there wasn't if school wasn't so expensive and if people weren't told their whole lives that they had to go to these expensive like well-known schools um then we wouldn't have this problem but now there's this type of like hierarchy or social thing where people will choose to go to these different schools that either are more well-known that in turn are usually probably more expensive yeah i feel like the government should definitely try and play more of a role in monitoring the for-profit institutions because they kind of just, I don't know, everyone just kind of ignores the problem um, and they don't acknowledge it and it definitely affects the lives of so many people. As I mentioned, um, Senator Sanders had uh, something about uh, free public education uh, and you mentioned that a lot of people uh, go to these name brand schools because of the prestige behind them, um, taking out uh, an enormous amount of student loan debt um, in the process. Would resources in other ways be better? Or do you think it should be a both and type situation? I feel like kind of a both and. Um, I'm from New York, so um, we have a lot of SUNY schools that are like, a lot of kids from New York will go to, but a lot will choose not to because they're, they're 
seem seen as like less not that many people know them so if you usually if you only go to new york or if you're from yeah i know i went to suny albany for a conference once yeah so not that many people know it and if they do know it they kind of <laughs> they talk badly about them so if there were like and i know recently with sunnis that like they've been if you if your family makes certain under a certain amount like your education isn't free but it's definitely reduced and still like a lot of people like will not even take that into account because they're like why would i go to this school um a lot of people view those schools as like bad or like i like i even even i was like oh that's my safety school so it's kind of like it sucks and now i like i think about it now i'm like if i went to a suny school i probably would not have this much debt but like growing up i was like i was all in the media i was like oh these big name brand these big name schools and like all the movies and stuff i was like oh i have to go to this like pretty campus that ends up being like so expensive so back in 2008 the federal government uh bailed out banks to the tune of 700 billion dollars and student loan debt at that time was roughly 671 billion since then from 2008 to 2015 student loan debt has increased from that figure 671 billion to 1.6 trillion do you think that the damage has already been done? And do you think that it's even more important that the government act now because of their failure to do so in the past? Uh, yeah, I feel like if they, ha if they didn't do anything in the past, like honestly, there's really no changing what happened in the past, but there's really only what you can do now. And I guess like, yeah, so although like in like whatever, in the past years, how they haven't done anything, I feel like it's never too late to, to try something. Yeah, like, it, even if you can't fix what's already been done, um, it's important to try to prevent it from getting worse in the future. So that is it for the My Voice Matters podcast. Make sure to check out our website, myvotematters.shop, and follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. We out.